happier place to be. I won't cry Maple syrup is the best. It's so yeah. good, though. I won't cry. Just be present with me and love me. there's anxiety there's all kinds of stuff um it's just bad like this whole thing is about love <laughs> this whole thing is about love okay guys welcome back to the Grand america show we are going to be chatting with friend of the show the magical joe roop a little bit later of course, we had him on in the past, episode 300. If you guys want to go back in time, check out that. Uh, fantastic chat a little longer than this one. We got on late with Joe, and he had another appointment, so we had to cut this one a little short. Our fault for being late, but we still got, I think, about 45 minutes with Joe. Fantastic chat. And we got uh, Graham, the non-local podcaster, joining us tonight from his house up the road. He showed up here and then went home. Yeah, well, I forgot I I didn't really have my laptop because it blew up. So I got a, you know I got a new computer set up at home, but I don't have a webcam or anything there. And uh, so I was like, oh, I'll just go over to the studio like normal. But then I figured, you know, I might as well just come here so I can actually read things instead of going off my phone. Oh, is that why you're in on two but, devices? You know, because one of them's your video. That's right. Yep. Because uh, I don't have a web, I, I, I can't really do Zoom from the new computer yet. You right? can take the one from I upstairs. forgot that the laptop always has the, you know, I take got, the what, the webcam? Yeah, I got one upstairs that the kids use for when they do school, but they do it so little, like it, it's like a once a month thing. I could easily just run down here and grab it. Oh, okay, sure. Instead of yeah, sure, I'll do, I'll do that. That'd be great. It's silly to own five webcams. Anyway... Yeah, so you exactly. got you got set up in the studio because your computer literally blew up. Didn't well, yeah, it blew yeah, up. It, it blew the screws right off the bottom. I don't know what the fuck you do to it, stuff. It, it, it's it might be on my lap a little too much. <laughs> but anyways, you know what? I got to thank everybody who who has helped the show because honestly, it enabled us to, and of course, George. Big help to George and enabled us to get like a computer for my home where I can actually do things properly from here as well. And then I'll have the laptop as a backup once we get that fixed. But it really helps. It's a great computer. And it's cheap, 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 uh, cheap computer, but it's going to work really well. I got a couple screens here so I can record, you know, audiobooks and articles and, and do non-local when we have to. And it should be good. Yeah, I'll have to. So I would like to sing by there and really dial you in property. I might get to a little gate for there, but yeah, it'll be fantastic. You'll be all set to do what you got to do at home. Yeah. How you been? Good. I was out shooting and fishing today. I got my new truck. It was a good weekend. 
Had, nice. I had interprovincial visitors. Did you shoot anything or did you catch anything? I shot a bunch of skeets. Can you still call oh, yeah. them skeets? They... Yeah, I think so. It was great. Yeah, I think I got like five in a row or something. I was nice. like, wow, really? Yeah, it's fun. It's not that hard. Is it easy or hard? No. Well, I don't know. It depends who you ask. I found it was e. I found it was easy. Miles found it was hard. Oh, okay. But he got one in the end. I think I got nine or ten. But I've been shooting a shotgun for a while now, so that was good. It was fun. It's way funner than you think. Oh, it's a shotgun, so you don't have to really aim super close, then, right? Oh, you would never hit us. If you could hit a skeet with a rifle, holy fuck. <laughs> a I forgot shot. that it was a shotgun. <laughs> I bet you there's dudes that can hit with pistols and stuff. But with the shotgun, you probably got, I mean, I don't know exactly what the shells we were using were, but I mean, you probably got, you know, if you're within a foot, you're going to be okay. Right. It's fun, though. You'd have a blast. When James finally comes back, when James the expat comes back from Mexico, we'll head out to the skydive place and skeet shoot for a day. Oh, cool. That sounds good. You can shoot at things and not kill them. Yeah, so this is a great chat with Joe. We talk about the Golden Dawn quite a bit and some of the neophyte process. I just want to check here. Am I coming through okay on your end? Because you're sounding really garbly to me. So I hope you're going to sound okay on your recorder. I'll sound great. But it might be the headphone jack that I was having problems with today anyways. Like I'm, there's a couple little issues I'm having here. This isn't going through the, the mic. It's going through the computer. So, Yeah, I, I know I sound fine. I hope you can hear okay, me. Okay, that's good. Maybe you should have just come and done in the studio. So what do you got for us this week? Oh, I got a project. I got a quote. And I got, I don't know, we haven't read that. I mean, I we kind of promised that we'd read that email from the Alberta Health. So maybe we should do that now. Do you want to start Because, I mean, we that? haven't talked, we're, you know, we're not really talking too much about COVID. We're not pushing back too much uh, on this this feed, this Grimerica feed. We're kind of saving that for Outlawed. But we also don't get a chance to talk too much on Outlawed. It's mainly about the guests there as well. But there is lots of news in COVID land, you know, that some of the states are opening up. The Neanderthals down south are opening up their states. And uh, things are happening in Canada. I heard Ontario is increasing their, their cycle threshold on their PCRs from 30 to 35. I have no idea why they would do that right now. I feel like things are cracking up a little bit. There's a lot of science that's proving things aren't working properly. These people are just going along and towing the line. So I feel like something's got to give here. You know, people, people like the government's got to start standing up and corporations got to start standing up. Hmm. What uh, we had I had a great article from uh, Dr. Rancourt on our, or sorry, I think it's not Dr. Dennis Rancourt um, on the vaccine choice Canada for other feed. It's great. He, he goes, well, it's a review of the science of the policies and it's fantastic. You know, there's a lot of science that's disagreeing with what's happening right now. Did they basically send you spam or do you think it was personalized? Uh, the government sent me a canned 
detailed email, which actually sounds pretty good. I think it's covering Alberta's ass on the PCR test. That's the way I, that's the gist I get from this because they didn't answer questions about that. I, that I asked them about masks and about, um, about uh, other healthy ways to boost immune system or ivermectin or HCQ or vitamin C and D or about the new way they are now count. Actually, they did address this a little bit. Um, you know, what kind of damage the masks and lockdowns are doing. They avoided a lot of uh, the stuff that I put in my email. They focused on PCR testing and the death count, which is, which is to me, it's contrary to what the national narrative official narrative has been and it's still bullshit so you're gonna read it for us you're gonna read the response yeah so yeah okay, yeah let's wait. do that so dear Graham, wait wait thank wait, you wait, for... wait 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 i i barely heard that Dear Graham, thank you for your email to the Ministry of Health regarding PCR testing. So this is like, this is why I think it, what's so funny? Nothing. Why are you laughing? Okay. You're laughing at me. I can tell. I can see over there. I'm laughing with you. Help. (laughs) (laughs) Alberta Health is pleased to provide the following information. In the case of COVID-19, the PCR polymerase chain reaction test used in Alberta has been confirmed to be highly specific for SARS-CoV-2. I'm going to, I'm going to try not to laugh as I read this official response. It does not react to other viruses, even other coronaviruses. So right off the bat, it sounds to me like Alberta has the magical PCR test, not the one that's being used all over the world. It's a special PCR test that only reacts to, SARS-CoV-2. I mean, can we sell that to everywhere else in the world that's using these generic fucking tests that show up everything? No, but you could probably show that in court and win, I bet. Exactly. Testing for COVID-19 in Alberta is performed using a real-time reverse transcriptase PCR assay developed at the Alberta Precision Laboratories, APL and validated by the Canada National Microbiology Laboratory. So we have national validation. APL has evaluated the risk of false positives by testing samples known to be negative for COVID-19 in order to confirm that the standard testing procedure will not generate a positive result in these cases. Based on the evaluations that APL has carried out, false positive results occur very rarely. To minimize the potential impact of the occasional false positive result, public health instructions take into account the context surrounding the individual, such as presence and type of symptoms and the likelihood of exposure to COVID-19. That's news to me, but I guess if they say they're officially doing that. Is that the whole letter? Any comments? No, that's like the first half, first third. Got any questions so far? No. Is it making sense? They, they stopped responding to me. All right. Next paragraph. Is it important to understand that the total number of cycles required to establish that a PCR result is positive 
is specific to each test platform and can range from 15 to 45 cycles. Cycle test CT values from one test platform cannot be used to interpret results or assess test performance on a different platform. CT values are based on the number of PCR cycles that it takes to cross a threshold of fluorescence in the assay. This predetermined threshold level of fluorescence is established during test development by using known positive and negative samples to ensure that the cycle threshold is not so low that positives are missed and not so high that negative samples are wrongly identified as positives. This predetermined threshold varies between assays. In Alberta, there are a number of tests being used, and each test and PCR target has its own specific CT cutoff. So I'm going to read that last sentence again. In Alberta, there are a number of tests being used, and each test and PCR target has its own specific CT cutoff. So they're saying they're using different cycle thresholds, basically. I turned is, around, I had to turn around at the test center the other day, Friday, I think it was, because I took a wrong turn and I had to turn around. Yeah. And I turned and turned around. It just happens to be the drive-through test center. And they got like four queue lines, probably, you know, a few hundred meters long each, you know, a thousand feet or so. What? One car in the whole shebang. Oh, oh yeah. One oh, car yeah. working its way through oh, yeah, the these, maze. Oh, oh yeah. It's such a waste of money. Imagine the money that's getting sunk into that. Who's paying for that? We are. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that's the seat. That's the PCR part. What do you? What do you? Th any thoughts about that? I think they 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 uh, debunked you. They're covering their ass, right? I well, it sounds like they're lying. No, I don't think they have covered their ass. I don't think it would hold up in court for a second. About your question on counting COVID deaths. A COVID-19 death is defined as a death resulting from a probable or confirmed COVID-19 case, unless there is a clear alternative cause of death identified. Example, trauma, poisoning, drug overdose. Did you catch that? Yeah. This includes deaths where cause of death was due to COVID-19 or COVID-19 was a contributing factor. There are instances where an individual dies with COVID-19, but not from COVID-19. These individuals would be counted as a case of COVID-19, but they would not be included in the number of deaths due to COVID-19. So again, I swear to God, this is not the national, the, the national, I mean, the only part that sounds familiar to the national or sounds the same as from a probable or confirmed COVID case at the beginning. But then they go on and say that unless there was a clear death identified. Now that doesn't match. I mean, that's close, but this whole thing doesn't match what they said nationally, where they can within 28 days of a positive case, they'll count it as a COVID death. Now, I don't know how that affects Alberta's stats compared to the rest of the country. Like we don't seem to be, that much better. So maybe it's not a big issue nationally or internationally. 
I don't know. So then their last final sentence here is, you know, but, but they're, I just want to go back to that for a sec, but they are saying that they're not counting these deaths as, as COVID deaths only as cases. So, I mean, that's great. That's great. It sounds like you're following common sense here. Again, I feel like it's Alberta's cover your ass thing for, you know, to, to maybe uh, set them apart from what's happening over the rest of the country. Nah, I think it's bullshit. I don't think it's, we'll know until we see the, like all the tally deaths for dementia and everything else for the year. Yeah. Yeah. So the situation with COVID-19 continues to evolve and the government Alberta is updating public health orders, guidance and recommendations continuously based on evidence and the expert advice of our public health officials. You are encouraged to visit alberta.ca slash coronavirus info for Albertans regularly for the most up-to-date information. Thank you again for writing. Sincerely, Naheen, Alberta Health Emergency Operations Center. Classification protected A. I don't know what that means. Me neither. There's, uh, we're down to, to uh, 247 people in the hospital in Alberta. I wish we could get a good breakdown of uh, how many people are in the hospital for, like, drugs and stuff. Well, I think uh, I think there was uh, 8,000 beds uh, uh, 8, slated. Beds. I think... Uh, what? There's 8,000 beds in Alberta hospitals, yeah. No, no, no. Just for COVID, I think. Or is that total? Is that total? 8,000 beds? Uh, it's pretty I'm trying to remember what that to was. but Total, I believe. Where does it say here? I was just looking at it. Mm, 106 acute care hospitals, five standalone psychiatric facilities, 8,515 Acute care beds, 27,774 continuing care beds slash spaces, uh, 256 community palliative and hospice beds, 2,785 addiction and mental health beds, plus equity partnership and 41 primary, primary care networks. So what's 200 and something in 8,500 as a percentage? Uh, out of 8,500, yeah. uh, you did, woo. uh, 0. 0.2 to 3%. It's about 3%. Yeah. 3% of our beds are used for COVID right now. And we're still under some sort of fucking lockdown, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. We don't have to get into it too much here, but I just wanted to read that and see what people thought about it. Sounds like it's just a generic response. Like, I don't think any of that is going to hold up in court. That's why they're dropping charges against no. people. And it's going to be interesting. Yeah. We're having a little barbecue. Yeah, it'll be interesting I'm to see what happens here. Next yeah. week, just see what the fuck happens. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Let's push the envelope. Yeah. Yeah. All right, buddy, you want a quote or do you want to talk about a project operation? Uh, let's go with a quote. It's the 
This is, this is back to the spiritual quotes here. The greatest disease in the West today is not TB or leprosy. It is being unwanted, unloved, and uncared for. But the cure only for loneliness, despair, and hopelessness is love. There are many in the world who are dying for a piece of bread, but there are many more dying for a little love. The poverty in the West is a different kind of poverty. It is not only a poverty of loneliness, but also of spirituality. There's a hunger for love, and there's a hunger for God. Terrence McKenna. <laughs> Mother Teresa. Well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> they made a great couple. Uh, uh, Wait, so wasn't looking... didn't Mother Teresa turn out to be like some sort of no, sex? I don't trafficker? know. That's just disinformation. I don't know what that is. I I haven't. I've left that one alone. Are you calling me a disinfoer? No, I'm just not going there. I don't know. It's one of the ones I just have not looked into. Huh. Let's find out. I mean, you got it's it's lumped into the whole Q thing, really. You know. Is it? Yep. I thought that was like uh, not. I thought it was not weird. Let's see. But then maybe maybe it's not. I don't know. Let's see what happens if I type in uh, mother. Teresa, sex trafficker. And we got Indian lawmaker says uh, Mother Teresa should be stripped of civilian medals. Mother Teresa's charity under investigation for selling babies. Um, Really? Like legit investigation? This is from The Guardian. All Mother Teresa homes inspected amid baby selling scandal. Ooh, this is not Snopes, but I think this is like a Snopes type site. Canoe. Is Mother Teresa's charity involved in a sex trafficking in India? Oh, no. I can't wait to hear that. We should do another fact check the fact checker. Are you going <laughs> to? I'm going to go to gonna see if Snopes has anything about this. Can you search Snopes? Yes, you can. Okay, Mother Teresa. This will be great. Yeah, this will be a good one. You could deconstruct this on the fly. It'll be like uh, false because Mother Teresa sold babies and not baby parts. <laughs> Snopes is not uh, going near it. They won't. They won't, oh, they won't money. They won't. They won't go near it. Are you serious? Money. Yeah. No, nothing for Mother Teresa. We got shotgun disguised as water gun or super soaker. Set nothing. Oh wait, no. Teresa May, mother of all bombs. Nothing. So Snopes ain't going near it. So that's uh, to me. Then maybe it's not true. Because if Snopes was going near it, then it's the opposite usually. Okay. Yeah, that's where that's where I'm going with it. I think if they avoid it altogether, it's not helping their case. Exactly. I'm going with true. Okay. 
I'll, I'll agree to disagree on that one. Agree to be wrong. Yeah. What's that noise? Looks military to me. Definitely military. Probably classified too. Dishfire, Prism, Sentry Eagle, Sigma, Mannerkin, Artichoke, MK Ultra. Operation Project. I tried to find this one that I had a link of. It was uh, congress.gov. Did you? Did, maybe we talked about this at one point. And it was uh, 114th Congress House Resolution 642, and it was on magic, government's take on magic. And it basically said something like, it's magic is now allowed. But uh, I try to follow that link now, and it's not available anymore. And I definitely used to use that link. So it was this whole write-up about magic and the government. But it's gone now. Is that the oppo? No, this is a oh, different one. So I was just I was explaining because this is Joe Roop's episode. So I was trying to find yeah. something magical. Okay, good. I was going to say that's a super disappointing operation project. <laughs> that's a- no, I got Project Chatter. Have you ever heard of that? Yes. Really? No. It's a U.S. Navy program. And again, the fall of 1947, dude. 1947 is a crazy year. The year after the magical ritual in the desert with the Babylon working project. Actually, that should be a project operation. Roswell, a couple of years after the war. One ends. year after that. I mean, like they're summoning UFOs and and the the Babel, the horror of Babylon, and then Roswell happens. That was what we talked about with Roop, actually. So the ritual that we talked about with Roop, a year after that, this happens. This is the US Navy program in the fall of 1947, focusing on identification and testing of drugs in interrogations and the recruitment of agents. Their search included laboratory experiments on both animal and human subjects. The program operated under, and this is from Wikipedia, so take it with a grain of salt. The the program operated under the direction of Charles Savage of the Naval Medical Research Institute in Bethesda from 47 to 53. So six years, it was geared to identifying agents, both now, now that's probably not agents as in like CIA agent, but agent as in agent orange, both synthetic and natural that were effective during interrogation. It was centered on, but not restricted to the use of anabasine an alkaloid scopolamine and mescaline. And it ended shortly after the Korean war in 1953. I like that it, one word you said right before mescaline. Scopolamine? Scopolamine. Yeah. What was before that word? Anabasine. Anabasine. I like that. That's yeah. a good word. And then the fun part about these projects is always a C also category. So it's Project MK Ultra and Project Artichoke and Unethical Human Experimentation in the United States. There's an actual category in Wikipedia. Nice. And if I click on that, it's like numerous numerous experiments were performed on human test subjects in the United States are considered unethical because they were illegally performed or they were performed without the knowledge, consent, or informed consent of the test subjects. You mean what's happening right now with the unapproved FDA vaccines, the experimental jab, 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 jab. Such tests were performed throughout American history, but most of them were performed during the 20th century. 
The experiments included the exposure of humans to many chemical and biological weapons, including infections with deadly or debilitating diseases, human radiation experiments, injections of toxic and radioactive chemicals, surgical experiments, interrogation and torture experiments, tests which involved mind-altering substances, and a wide variety of other experiments. Many of the tests were performed on children, the sick, and mentally disabled individuals, often under the guise of medical treatment. This is so, this is so perfect, the timing of this. I just clicked on it. In many of the studies, a large portion of the subjects were poor, racial minorities, or prisoners. So blame us for the institutional racism, not this. Many of these experiments were violated the U.S. law. Some others were sponsored by government agencies or rogue elements thereof, including the CDC, the U.S. military, the CIA, or they were sponsored by private corporations which were involved in military activities. The human research programs were usually highly secretive and performed without the knowledge or authorization of Congress. And in many cases, information about them was not released until many years after the studies have been performed. Huh. Okay, one more paragraph. I, I'm liking this. Oh, uh -huh. my. There's a whole, there's a whole huge article here. Like, it goes through everything from the, this is in Wikipedia. The surgical experiments from the 40s. Not pathogens, di pathogens, disease, and biological warfare. The early 20th century, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s. I'm going to link to this in the show notes, but I'm going to leave this, read this last paragraph here. The ethical, professional, and legal implications of this in the United States medical and scientific community were quite significant and led to many institutions and policies that attempted to ensure that future human subject research in the United States would be ethical and legal. Public outrage in the 20th century and over the discovery of governmental experiments led to numerous congressional investigations and hearings, including the Church Committee, Rockefeller Commission, and the Advisory Committee on Human Radiation Experiments, among others. So how things have changed. So we go from that to overt big pharma medical complex establishment experiments right in front of our eyes. They tell us it's not approved. They tell us they're not even done the trials. And they force, they're trying to force us to take the jab right in front of us instead of hiding it like they used to. Jab it's just another stage. What's that? Jab blabbing. Oh, there's a bunch of big operations here. See also list is very, uh, very good. The Belmont Report, eugenics in the U.S., Gulf War Syndrome, Henry Cotton, human rights, Ju Japanese human experimentation, medical apartheid. Nazi human experimentation, North Korea human experimentation, Operation Big Buzz, we've talked about that, Operation Crossroads, Operation Do, Dropkick, and LAC, we've talked about all those, Operation Mayday, Operation White Coat, MKUltra, Project 112, Poison Laboratory of the Soviet Secret Services. <laughs> there you go. You got, your, you got your work cut out for you. Oh, there's a whole list of goodies on that one. If you'd like to support Graham going through his Wikipedia, doing his homework so he can read if you guys find the highlights, do head over to GrahamAmerica.ca slash support today. Sign up for a monthly, make a one-time donation. Uh, you know, decide what you think the show is worth to you. Is it worth a buck a month, a buck a show, 10 cents an hour? 
five bucks a month, 20 bucks a month, cup of coffee. You decide, goamerica.ca slash support. Uh, if you can, when you can, guys, sign up for a monthly. Uh, if you do want to check out other stuff, head over to grammericaoutlaw.ca. We got our other podcast over there where we hitting the COVID stuff a lot harder and a lot more hardcore conspiracy stuff. And uh, a lot of just, I guess, a little darker topics. It's sort of the yang to the yin that is Grammerica or uh, vice versa. I don't know exactly how that works. If you do want to check out some of our video stuff, where of course there's a Grand America YouTube channel. We are also doing a bunch of video stuff on Rockfin, um, some special uh, actual video content over there with some slideshows. We got a bunch of Grand America Outlawed stuff streaming over there. That's over at rockfin.com slash Grand America, R-O-K-F-I-N. We also support the show by grabbing some swag over at the swag shop, grandamerica.ca slash swag. We got tons of masks and shirts, all sorts of fun stuff like that. And if we sell enough stuff, they're going to let us start selling hats and toques. So there's never been a better time to head over there and grab some stuff. Grandamerica.ca slash swag or grandamerica.ca slash masks if you want to go straight to the masks. You got some stupid mandate where you're at. What else we got? We got the audiobooks. Head over to adultbrain.ca. You got some audio, audible credits sitting away. Grab uh, a couple of the Grammarica produced audiobooks. Uh, all of them are listed adultbrain.ca. That'll bring you everything we've done. Spam Gram, grammarica.com. We need you to email us your synchros and your trip reports, whatever the fuck you want to say. Email Gram, grammarica.com. Anything else? That's about it, buddy. I think you covered it all. Uh, thanks to everybody for the support. Yeah, thanks for the support. Enjoy the chat. Magical Joe Roop. the magical joe root back of lighting from lighting the void and he's the creator of fringe.fm as well which we are now a part of i guess you're streaming some of our stuff there thanks joe welcome back buddy yeah thanks for having me back you teased us last time with showing us the neophyte ritual of the golden dawn because we have a listener listener friend of ours friend of the show that sent us this book massive tome a couple of weeks ago, right. after uh, the show that they listened to from you, episode 300, I think it was. Episode 300, yeah, we got the seventh edition of Golden Dawn. That show was uh, a big hit. But let's talk about Fringe first. 
Yeah, so Fringe, uh, well, Fringe FM, it started at, man, this thing's been going on for like four years now. It's it's just now starting to get to where I want it to be with guys like you and other Fringers on there. And, and uh, it's a place that we want to set up, man, for uh, a community that can talk about Fringe subjects without being worried about censorship or worried about uh, if someone's going to take their content down or worried about whatever, man, like we want to build it like a massive media company over here with all of the cool people with totally free expression, but on the audio side, right? Like we haven't really dove into video yet, even though I'm sure we're going to, um, but I've, I'm such a huge radio fan that I wanted to make it radio styled. Right. Yeah. And so now we got, uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny too, because <clears throat> once I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to worry about uh, cursing or whatever like that. Cause I mean, it's 2021, right? So as soon as, as soon as that happened and I made that decision, these media companies started wanting to syndicate with some of the radio shows. Right. So uh, the, we we're running into a growth problems, but they're good problems, right? Having to adapt into the internet world, but we still have this old school world of radio that's trying to get involved with this too. Um, and since we talk more about like occult subjects and deeper things, if you guys haven't noticed, more and more people are attracted to that, right? If you turn on Netflix, there's always a new show oh, about dude, magic now. Constantly. Um, Coast to Coast talks about it more. You know, um, I knew this was going to happen because the subject was becoming so popular that every, it's getting in the mainstream now. So I'm hoping that terrestrial radio will lighten up a little bit you know, on this side too. So your fringe FM is, is an internet radio station, 24 hours, right? 24 seven, right. 24 yeah. seven. And then how did your meeting go? Did Darren ruin your meeting the other night when we were on your show and at the end he swore and <laughs> no, but no, I, no. I, 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 I created the URL. Think, I yeah, he did. So. He said it was the fringe.fm forward slash go fuck yourself. It's right? it slash go fuck yourself. <laughs> forwards to he the created fringe the URL. FM. Or it's yeah, the it goes, FM. It goes straight to the uh it goes straight to the website too, yeah. But no, he didn't ruin it. Um I already warned the terrestrial people that uh we're kinda edgy, right? But uh we have shows so we have shows that wanna do that, like professional radio, um they wanna go that route, right? So you have the normal like clocks and the ads and all this other stuff. And then we have people that like the value for value model that they really like that kind of model, which we believe in too. So it's kind of hard. It's fringy in itself the way we run it. Cause it's mishmash right, right now. Right. You know, that's good. So um, are you guys on, did you hook up with terrestrial radio at all then? Yeah, we're supposed to be this weekend. They're picking up some of our shows. Uh, I rebranded it uh, fringe late night. And so like me and Jess and Dave and Alex Exum are going to be on, uh, back home, a media company called Baker Broadcasting's picked us up. So pretty cool, you know, so um, it to get involved with that. Yeah, so it begins, right? Yeah. Well, congrats. Yeah, but, but, That's great. That's how I remember Richard Serrett started with one, and then every show he was popping off new. These guys uh, grabbed the conspiracy the show. show. Yeah, the conspiracy show, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well. It's kind of like the the kiddie pool for conspiracies if we're being honest he doesn't like to, if the deep end is too much for richard in my experience yeah well honestly we're not we're i mean i don't know how much i can talk about but we're not really we're not going to depend on terrestrial radio to build this thing you know uh 
it's cool if they get involved because there's a whole traditional market there, you know, but it's not something that we're going to depend on. Right. And hopefully uh, everything will be okay. And the world won't come to an end and the internet won't get taken over. And we won't have to just bust down to shortwave radio. Right. But, um, yeah, it's been fun so far. So it has been a while since we last chatted on this show, I guess. So how, and you know, we talked about the increase in interest in occult and magic and even just new thought manifestation. I mean, it kind of all blends together to some extent, but also mm-hmm. what blends together is the white and dark aspect of it. And, and, I, yeah. and I, friends and I have been chatting about it a little bit and how, how, what we're questioning, what we learned about it and what is good and right. And what is evil? Like it seems to be very, uh, ambiguous now in a way, even just when talking about the golden Dawn or Crowley, like there's a bunch of people that defend him. There's a bunch of people that say he's the most evil person in the world. I mean, every single aspect of this seems to have a polarized part, part of it, you know? And then there's the, then so what why do you think it's getting so much interest? I mean, is that is that organic or is it is it being pushed from somewhere? I, because I, there's a lot of symbolism that you see when deconstructing mainstream memes and and timelines and uh, Illuminati people that are, you know, shilling for the Illuminati. There's a lot of that there available for you to to piece together. So is that intentional or is it organic? Man, I honestly, I couldn't tell you about the symbolism that the TV's using. I'll, I know that, <laughs> that they're using it for, I know that they're using it for their own reasons, right? Mainly for views. We know that much, at least. They're picking up on the interest. The data mining that they know, the things that they know about us now is crazy. So the more we, the more we get interested in magic, the more they're going to use it. But the reason why I think that we're using it more is because we're here to, uh, and this is just what I believe, we're here to become something more than human, right? And we do that individually in our lives, whether we study magic or not, we go through these elemental initiations in our lives, but society as a whole is being put in the boiling pot now, right? Especially in the United States of America, we're being isolated and, and pushed apart. We're being messed with, controlled, all this stuff. And what that pressure does, it's alchemical, but what that pressure does is it, it initiates a fire inside of a person to actually express themselves authentically. And then when that happens, right, regardless of the outside pressure, uh, it causes uh, you to go through an, an initiation. So I think this whole thing, regardless of everybody saying the world's going to end or whatever, I think this whole thing is just something that needed to happen to put pressure on people to spiritually come out and voice, you know, what's going on with them inside, you know. Um, more people that I've noticed that are introverts are not so much introverts anymore. More people are wanting to do what they want to do and follow their dreams and follow their passions. And that's that whole age of Aquarius thing that's starting to happen, you know? Um, and we as a society, as an egregore have built the internet, uh, um, to consciously come together. So, uh, I don't think, I think that's why it's happening. I think that's why magic is increasing because we're all learning. Hey, man, there's something to this whole manifestation thing that they've been hiding from us the whole time. And now people are starting to see it for real, you know. So it used to be kind of hidden. Then, you know, the neophyte and the the profane were only allowed through invitation or initiation. And now it's all over the place. So people are sort of finding their own way or through this pressure. 
Yeah. So that's all it is. What about Pressure. what about extrovert to introvert? Same thing, right? Just yeah, same thing. For a friend. Yeah, well, I've had to do the same thing, like uh, that with the element of water in my life. You know, I didn't have a lot of nourishment when I was a kid, so this isolation uh, was nourishment, the right word, nurturing, nurturing, right? emotional nurturing, right? I've got plenty of nourishment, so, <laughs> um, <laughs> so now because I'm isolated, I'm up here in the snow, right? I'm away from everybody. They've got masks on me. The closest I can get to anybody is like talking to you right now, you know, right? <laughs> It's causing, it's, it's, that pressure is causing these feelings to come up in me and, and forcing me to deal with this isolation. Instead of going externally, I'm going internally to deal with things. You see, so that's happening too. But you got to deal with them. You have to, you're forced to. This is kind of like an age where you're not going to get away with ignoring your problems now. You know, it's going to drag you through it. Uh, and that happens with pressure. Like you can't, that's just what I believe we're in this big ball of alchemical pressure. We call earth, you know, that's fascinating. I like that description. Mm -hmm. huh. So do you it's, have any questions about it, Aaron? Or? When's it going to pop? <laughs> When's it going to pop? I don't think it's actually, or is it slow release? You think we're just going to keep slow releasing We're like, do you think we've reached the crescendo then? And this is sort of just a sizzle out. <clears throat> I think, like the book of Ecclesiastes says, there's nothing new under the sun. I think this is all cycles. The stories are different, but the energies and the pressure are the same. This is like, you ever seen a spider's womb, right? Like a spider's womb has a whole bunch of, when you, like, if you step on it and a whole bunch of spiders run out of that thing, right? Well, this is like more of a, this is a womb, but it's more for like, uh, in a different sense where, well, there's this, there's, there's this spiritual verse in Gnosticism in the book of Thomas where he says it's like a man that went to fish, right? And he, he grabbed a whole bunch of fish, and I'm butchering this thing, and he took the two biggest fish, right? And he threw the little ones back, and he kept the big ones. So we're karmically cycling in this womb until we spiritually become ourselves, our Christ-like beings, our solar beings, the magician, however you want to look at it, the Buddha, right? Until we become that. And then we get that choice. We kind of, we birth from this place, right? Um, and that's what this is. And if you look in the universe, uh, everything's like that, especially where there's male and female energy, right? There's always a womb or something else's or a, a birthing process of something else that's becoming. And that's essentially what we're doing. What we're becoming could be aliens, AI, angels. Well, yeah, that's, or the androgyne. I mean, know? this is what I was going to ask is like, what about the demiurge and the archons and this darkness that could be bringing people towards, you know, away from the traditional evolution of man and woman, that type of thing. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I worry about that too. And the reason why I'm so in love with the Golden Dawn teachings is they didn't keep things secret because it was like what JFK was saying. JFK wasn't talking about, you know, people keeping really stuff secret that's dangerous to the earth. What he was talking about is people like the Council for National Policy and other these other type of people that have meetings behind the scenes that are running the show and causing markets to move and militaries to move, stuff like that. <clears throat> Magically, it doesn't really matter. The Golden Dawn tried to 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 get people to balance themselves out elementally, and then they had the second order, which once you balanced yourself out elementally, you were ready to actually do real work in the astral realm. And then once you started discovering yourself there, 
in the third order, which was called the Alpha Omega, is where you do your alchemical work with the male and female energy, right? To bring heaven on earth is the plan. Better humans, better people, better, more spiritually adept people, right? Um, and you can see that with some kids. Some kids, they, they're amazing, right? And you'll, you'll see that's happening regardless. Uh, it's a, it's going to happen regardless. But, um, yeah, the whole Aleister Crowley thing, and I'll probably piss a lot of people off. When he went out and just started just spreading this um, love is the law, right? But love under will thing. Basically, he was trying to justify his own sacral shocker once without putting the love aspect in there. Now, that's my opinion, but without love, it gets kind of demented, man. The sexual energy is the most important thing that we have. And I'm not talking about just sex between a man and a woman. It is the energy that creates everything and sustains everything. And it's the most sacred thing that we have on the physical earth. And if you really think about it, and you sit and you think about the ripple effect of why, why this happens and why this happens and why this happens. Imagine a world where people treated sexual energy like it was sacred, like it was really sacred. And it started out that way. And if you start thinking about the ripple effect of that, what would the earth be like versus what it is now? Right. It'd be totally different. Well, when, um, when, when did it get uh, sidetracked? Man, I don't know. You know, in the is that is that going back to the secret societies and the sacrificial part of it, and and you know, getting the energy, the fear, the loose out of sacrifice and torturing humans or whatever blood, the blood magic. I mean, is that where that started? I think it I seems think, to be still happening on a on a global level. I mean, people don't. You know, like, you kind of get still chucked into this crazy conspiracy bucket when you talk about it like that. But I think that sexual energy, not. the perverse sexual energy. Or, or the non-respect or the non uh, of it, it seems to be the, one of the main problems right now. Uh, yeah, exactly. It, it is the main problem. Right. Think right. about, yeah. think about why we go, uh, why we go on. Why do we do what we do, man? Like, why do we go work a job and build a house and do all this other stuff? Like we're making boxes to have love in, right? And then we have a family. We take care of our family. Like, this is love, right? Or other people, they go out and they make a bunch of money so they can have bigger boxes and more toys around their boxes so they can attract their concubines so they can sleep with more people. And then this energy gets all screwed up. And then all of that stuff damages all the, you know, the people involved emotionally and it damages them and so on and so forth. And they have children. When it was, if it was treated as a sacred thing to begin with, all of that ripple effect never would have happened. And most people, get emotionally damaged sometime from the time they're a child into their adolescence, whenever they have their first heartbreak or somebody uh, sexually abuses them or something like that. It's usually a mishap or uh, I don't, I wouldn't say sexual abuse is a mishap, but it's usually uh, a thing where we don't explain it to our kids correctly. We teach them, you know, that uh, it's bad to have a desire and it's bad to, to talk about those things and think about those things. And then they turn around and they see all the stuff on the TV where it's all over the place. We don't treat it as a sacred thing from the time of birth on up. Right. What I don't agree with the sacred, the secret societies is, is keeping the knowledge of how sacred this energy is 
to themselves in a way where they've never, and this was why Israel Regardi came out and taught it, and the, to themselves in a way where they think people are uh, too stupid to to realize how powerful it is, right? Because it's going to happen anyways. Now everybody's, you know, right, you know, looking at sigils and jerking off or whatever, you know, and they, they think that's tapping into the sacred forces, and it is in a way, but it's also kind of, in my opinion, a misuse of the power. To be honest with you. So, huh. so is, is the pendulum pendulum going the other way though? I mean, you almost talked about it sounded like more of a religious look at sex, but now I feel like it's it's gone the other way where you know yeah. kids are choosing their genders before they're of age oh, yeah. and all these types of other like it seems like it's it's flipped the other way. Yeah, see that's that that is a a direct effect. I'm probably gonna piss a lot of people off again, but that's a direct effect of us not treating this energy like it's sacred. Hmm. That's that's all there is to it. I mean, we all have male and female energy inside of us all, right? Um, and this whole magical process of initiation is balancing yourself out elementally first, so that you can handle the love to begin with, right? <clears throat> and then once you can handle that energy, you can alchemically become something more. This is um. Uh, in the fifth element, they show you that in the end of the movie, right? Where they're, you know, Corbin Dallas, which means black star is, you know, he's making out with Lilu Dallas, multi-pass girl, right? And they're making the elements around the thing before the two energies come together. So they, they have to light up all those elements, right? And then, you know, um, the love thing happens, the male and female thing happens where, the female energy is saying, why do you, um, she's saying like, why should I stay here? Why should I live here? When I see what you do with it, there's nothing here. There's no reason to live. And this is like the, the a pinnacle of female energy. It wants to create a beautiful environment. And if it's not, it will destroy it. This is why in most relationships, girls end up breaking up with guys and stuff because they're tapped into that energy, right? Uh, or they think they are, well, whatever. But it, it's also surrenders to in a in a very good and healthy way to the male force of chokma on the tree of life so this is why you see that girl in the movie saying why should i stay here and he's and he's saying there's things to stay here for and she's like like love and he's like yeah i love but he has to be the one to initiate that force into her she's not going to do it for him right and this is the first triad on the tree of life right this is the initiated spark. This is everything. And you see that when it happens, when he finally admits that he loves her and she just totally falls out and surrenders to it. Then they make out and the light goes off and hits the thing of the, the dark thing. Right. That's what it, that's what this whole thing about is learning how to love. That's what this whole thing is about properly yourself first and then others. Wow. You know, that's well said. So did, did just getting, a little bit deeper with Crowley and, and those guys. Do you think Parsons in the in the desert with who was it Hubbard and uh, a couple of those other guys oh. doing the Babylon ritual? I mean, were they abusing this this sacred sexual energy? Then I mean, did that I work? Think they were, did, they, yeah. did something I happen mean, with that? I mean, that was a, an interesting year in '47 with Roswell and and all these other things happening. I mean, yeah, I think they were. I think when you use it for your own aggrandizement or your own power it brings those kinds of things down, you know? Um, if you read the book of Enoch, it just tapping into certain uh, magic was forbidden, right? According to that book. Wow. Um, but it, it's not forbidden, I don't think, because people 
aren't because people aren't ready to experience it yet. It's kind of like, would you give, uh, I don't know how to explain this. Like, like artificial intelligence. Do you think we as a society are ready for that? I'm not saying AI is a bad thing, but are we ready for that kind of power yet? You know, are we emotionally, uh, intellectually stable beings? Right. I mean, are, are we, we all... are we even ready for mass vaccination? Yeah. I mean, you can yeah, even we're say not ready. that. Well, no, yeah, you well, could. No. I mean, I th- I would liken it more to like if fucking eighteen year old Darren would have won twenty million dollars in the lottery, he'd be dead when he was twenty. There you go. Exactly. That's a better analogy, and right? If I win the lottery today. I'm good to go. I'd yeah, that's a way better a analogy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a way better analogy because um, because it's very powerful, man. Like, and you know. Why, like, well, even when people are in relationships they shouldn't be in, you know, there's depression, there's anxiety, there's all kinds of stuff. Um, it's just bad. Like, this whole thing is about love. <laughs> this whole thing is about love. It sounds so cliche. No, right? dude, that's what we say. That's the, one of the main things on the on the show. That's one of the threads. It's just the a, show. this that's is a great perspective. This is a great perspective of it. It really is. Somewhere between yeah. 10 and 15% of podcasts end with love being the answer. Exactly, right? And you could push so, it to 20. Yeah. Yeah. Well, really? Is that a real statistic? No, no. It's he he, he, he makes up these percentages all the time. He's got, he's got a thing about hey, coming up with percentages. If you go through it, someone, someone prove me wrong, kids. So I'm, all I'm saying is that somewhere between 40 and 50 episodes, we come up with love as being the answer to all life's problems. Well, Prove me if, wrong. You, if, if you were in a state of becoming, right, like becoming we, we, we're supposed to look over the animals. I think you're right, but we're, we're supposed to look over the animals. Animals, some of them, they don't, they can't control their animalistic nature, emotions, all this other stuff, but we're, we're above them in a sense, right? At least I think we are, except maybe the dolphins, right? But we're the above them in a sense. We're responsible to take care of them, but we we uh, we see this in the universe. This like step up of are everything. We? I don't. I think we are. Yeah, I think we're here to take care of. What them, do you mean by sure. step up of everything? Well, like you see in the certain kingdoms, there's like molecules. Oh, like the hierarchy, the, the hierarchy kind of. The hierarchy, yeah. right? I mean, and this is what you hear from near death experience people, and and people that have actually been to that realm, that yeah. there is a hierarchy. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I think we just keep doing this thing over and over again until we alchemically change. And the only way we're going to do that is tap into love in a balanced way. I suppose by definition, we are responsible for all of them because right now we like have the unique ability to sort of destroy them all (laughs) and ourselves, which is responsibility in itself. You know, even if you're not taking care of them, you have the power to wipe them out whereas they don't have the power to wipe you out right yeah exactly and um uh i think magic is a way to speed the process up it's a way of understanding of retraining yourself to love yourself intellectually emotionally physically and also understand your desires and how to control them and how to use them but also control them right and when you can learn to do that in yourself, then you can learn to love anything properly yeah. and everything properly. 
right? Uh, and you're able to take uh, a bird's eye view of a lot of stuff, have alternate perspectives about everything, treat every scenario in a balanced way. Because once you start traveling the astral realm, where things happen instantly and it's just symbols and everything happens instantly and you're in a realm full of emotion and symbolism, you better, if you're going to actually progress in this place, you need to be prepared for it. It's not just a playground. That's a place where you're, you're supposed to come out of your next body, you know? That's interesting. Yeah. We have a friend Brady here hanging out with us and, and he's had quite the experiences in the astral realm. And I keep thinking this must be resonating with him quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? Tell me what happened. What so, happened? so how, how here. Hello. Hey man, what's going on? What happened? <laughs> I'm in the corner here. <laughs> We're just getting in the mic. Sorry to put you on the spot. Um, yeah, I just I just used the washroom, so I kind of missed the last two minutes of it. But well, he was talking about when you when you're too, you got to be prepared when you're in the astral realm because you're full of symbols and things happen fast or whatever. Like how how can you describe that again, Joe? Yeah, it's a it's a place like it depends on which level you you enter it in, but you're gonna you're gonna see things happen that are strange, that are weird, symbolism. Uh, Things happen faster than they, things manifest faster in the astral realm and in the dream realm, way faster than they do on earth, right? Uh, you can think about something and it'll manifest in the astral realm. No, absolutely. Um, Depending on how high you go and how, how high the astral realm you go up to, uh, the quicker right. the manifestation is. And that's why they'll <clears> never <throat> let you up in a high, high, high astral realm without being able to first um, be able to control your fear, number one, and come from a, a space of love. Exactly. See, and that's really what it's all about. When you go into the, it's not that hard, right? When you go into the uh, golden dawn initiation, the first thing that you hear is fear is a fetter that binds. They blindfold you, they wrap you up and you walk in and you get, uh, you know, they consecrate you. They also cleanse you of any bad energy or whatever. Uh, and you go around and learn about all the elements, but you also learn, uh, that fear is a fetter that binds. You learn what the banner of the East and West is. One is light and the sun and the other one's darkness and fear. Right. Uh, and now I'm just really condensing this down. Yeah. Let's, but let's, that's a good transition into this. Cause we want to talk about the neophyte ritual. But only got fear is like, super dangerous too. People always think of it as being maybe sort of, uh, I don't know. Um, Without repercussions, I guess, but it's the fear that sort of drives into the worst of our. Yeah, man. Makes us do the, the worst things you've heard about humans doing over, you know, history, throughout history are all fear based. Yeah. So they started exactly. with a bunch of fear running around. Yeah. And there's nothing like he said. Um, what was his name? Brady? Yep. Like, Brady. like he said, in the astral realm, fear will keep you from progressing and experiencing anything and everything you know a lot of people say well i want to travel in the astral realm and i want to i want to meet my friends and do all this other stuff but if you're not balanced or if you're given to fear quickly it's not going to be easy for you to do these things you yeah, know absolutely and not only that we're really powerful and uh, when we go into the astral realms if we have a negative thought or a involuntary um, reaction to a fearful event you can you can really hurt a large amount of people with the energy that's coming off of your astral body. And it only takes one or two of those experiences before your higher selves or one of your spirit guides will pull you from that realm because you're just not ready to be there. 
And that's happened to me. I've been jerked before. Jerked right back into my body. Like I don't, you know, I used to think it was like a, a bad entity or something like that that was trying to haunt me. But no, they, they kept me from going where I wanted to go because I wasn't ready for it yet. You know, I, I wasn't ready. And so the whole grades of initiation of the golden dawn that's all it is is getting you ready even if you never do the elemental work if you just did the middle pillar the balancing work the banishing work uh, the grounding work you, you would probably be more ready to travel in the astral realm and progress than most people now there's people that do this all day long just travel and do stuff but are they just doing it in a curious way or are they doing spiritual work i don't know right there's more people traveling this place now than than there used to be. That's for sure. I believe that. So I think it's imperative that people understand alchemy and the alchemical process and will actually get somewhere with this. Yeah. Um, and I think there's also an increase. You talked about the abuse and the, and the, the negative aspect of the sexual abuse and all this kind of stuff that's been happening sort of, I think on more of a mass level. And what's that? That's causing people to disassociate and go to those realms when they're not doing it intentionally or they're not ready. So, I mean, what right. if you guys enter that realm and there's all like, there's thousands more people that are in there involuntarily to disassociate from their human existence yeah, right. because of yeah. PTSD or trauma. I mean, <clears throat> how Robert Monroe saw parasites of people that are, that were like wadded up uh, in this grotesque, weird form of sexual energy, just totally, just being ruled by it instead of balancing it out in themselves. Right. Wow. Um, he, he even ran into people that had passed away that were so obsessed with it that they were still trying to have sex with an, uh, a person that was in their life and they didn't know they were dead and they were still trying to do it. Right. They were trapped with this energy. It's just like emotions. You have to learn how to release it. In other words, do it, but do it healthy and properly, but also not let it control you at the same time. Right. Um, and I think the bigger ups, whatever you guys want to call them, cabal, whatever, they know this stuff. That's they the know thing. this stuff they, and they, they use it against us day in and day them. out. That's you know? them. And they use it, but yet we're still living in this materialistic paradigm where schizophrenic society, where the, the rulers, the underground rulers know that this is real, mm -hmm. but the, the the surface level or the sort of the educational level, the paradigm level of our culture is stuck in materialism. Yeah, for sure. And they won't, yeah, they won't totally even, is. I mean, it's so weird. Like to me, it seems like that's on purpose. I mean, it's just ever since, I mean, even reading some of Blavatsky's books from the early 1900s, like this spiritual versus materialism thing been going on way longer than I realized. I mean, I thought that was kind of a contemporary thing, you know, as growing up and learning more about it, but this has been a battle for 150 years, probably. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And the, and the thing is, too, is if you know that you can manifest anything, anything, you can become the magician and manifest anything. Not only that, you can leave your body and travel and see what you want to see. That's hard to believe to the human brain. Even as I say it, some people are saying that's impossible, but it's not. We all know we've manifested stuff in our life. We all know when it happens. We second guess it all the time. People have had random out of body experiences at least once or twice in their life, even if they've never practiced it, they've experienced or, or a lucid dream you know, or, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're just now tapping into this stuff. And as long as they can keep you either, uh, focused on the bad aspects of sexuality or focused on materialistic possessions or focused on 
anything but balancing out your nature and learning your own inner self, then they win. They win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all there is to or it. Or if you're man, staring at your phone too. I and mean, that, that's, that's, there's a million different ways to get you in 2021. And that's well, where that at, self stuff because comes you back. start the cycling comes through back that phone again. because they found they've they've cornered you there now too, where it's like they're gonna have your news feed that they're whether even if you're not on social media, they just build it into the phone now, and it's even you got to jump through like three hoops to shut <coughs> it off, so you don't just get your daily dose of terrible news. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, it's you like, know, uh, Liam Thomas Christopher wrote a really good book called uh, Kabbalah Magic and the Great Work of Self Transformation. And he took pretty much this, these two big books that you and I have, the Golden Dawn work, kind of condensed it in a better uh, form to teach people how to, to balance themselves out through these elements, right? And uh, I, think it's, I think everybody should read that book. I think everybody should read the Golden Dawn book, Israel Regardi, Carl Jung, really start seeing what like, this stuff is about. And um, there's so much here, especially when it comes to, this is all Rosicrucian stuff, by the way which the rose is simply a symbol for the spirit manifesting, right? That's all it is. Um, Damien Eccles so, seemed to do a pretty good job of breaking it down too. Oh, yeah. I mean, his book yeah, was, did. I loved his book and the way to follow, follow that. <clears throat> yeah. And you can tap into like the sun and the moon energy and how yeah. to use that symbolism in your life and what the, it means. The, breath, the breathing methods. Yeah. 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 Energetically. And, um, it shouldn't have been kept a secret, but I think what you were talking about earlier with Crowley, when he went out and did what he did, this was more, this was something, the whole reason why they kept it secret because they didn't want that power to let loose. And Crowley, no, once he learned how to tap into this power, he created a whole religion and a new aeon out of it. I mean, everybody knows who he is, right? He, it's like self-aggrandizement. It's, um, uh, I'm not saying he didn't teach some really good things cause he did, but I mean, if Darth Vader went around and taught calculus, would you think he was a spiritual master? <laughs> you know, like it's, I'm not saying it's like that. It's just, where's the love and why would you put your will above love? And they say, well, when you do your will, eventually you'll realize that that's what God wants or whatever. But that's, to me, that's bullshit. If you put love above everything else. It'll all work out, not your will or what I want, but just love. Period. Mm-hmm. You know, for so like for everybody, all the time. Yeah, and that's the hard thing, right? That's the hard thing because if you don't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love everybody? And it's easy to love the cool people too. I mean, this is it. Just gets progressive. <laughs> it just gets progressively harder. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then yeah. especially now because now you're down to the asshole that cut you off in traffic. Exactly, oh, or that's the girl the that's stuff. <clears throat> that's the easy girl stuff? at the gas yeah. station is telling me how to live when you know she's you know no offense I'm not saying I'm thin but you know she's 450 pounds eating nine Twinkies and you know telling pointing her finger at me telling me how to live and my first thought is is, is instead of love is like you know why don't you mind your own fucking business right and take care of yourself instead of me but that's a jerk reaction that's darkness right yeah yeah. even if if it's in even if it's in a perceived self-defense right but a balanced person would know why she's saying that a balanced person could be like would see the why yeah yeah would would see the why or if we'd either chuckle at it or you'd just sort of feel bad for you know 
Yeah, and then you got the the balanced smart asses that say, "Oh, well, I appreciate you caring about me," but they're really just, you know, virtue signaling. You know, those people too, right? And so, it's like, um, how do you be balanced? That's hard, man. It's hard. And everybody, I think we're all just jumping in the astral realm and, you know, uh, throwing around sexual energy like it's nothing, and it's just damaging stuff you know i don't know if the astral realm is as much as the sexual energy but for sure as much studies as i've done on this and as much as i talk to people uh i know what damages people and it's not taking care of those energies properly and and not being either not raised with it properly and then it just manifests into something else until we all come to this work the great work ourselves and it's that pressure i think it's supposed to happen you know popping we're gonna pop so how do you think we did okay because it seems like we're almost maybe through the worst of it or maybe not i don't know it seems like the covid stuff might be over we'll be allowed out of the house at least you guys are allowed out of the house will that start to take the pressure off like did we do okay do you think people moved up a step because sometimes it seems like you know we didn't we went backwards uh i think if you talk to somebody on the street and the first thing out of their mouth is, I'm not so sure about this vaccine and stuff, then that work is happening. If you, in that person's life, right? If you walk to somebody on the street and they're trying to make you feel like shit because you're not wearing a mask and they're just all in fear, I think that work is happening in their life. They're just not past the fear state yet and they can't think for themselves. They can't research for themselves yet. So and there's it, been a lot of like and the there's five been a lot stages of... of grief then? Do I? Would it be like the five stages of. Uh... Is it grief or loss yeah, or grief, what do they yeah. call it? Where it's yeah. like, I forget what they are. Denial, anger, acceptance. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's probably I just, what I it's just like. Think, I just stick in denial. That's what, <laughs> well, I mean, that's what, that's what they're trying to do with this COVID thing. They're putting so much pressure on us. You know, they want us to wear three masks and they got shot collars for kids now. Now they're, you know, anally testing people. I mean, it's, it's, they're literally fucking us right now is what they're doing. It's, it's BDSM for, you know. <laughs> rat is for like it's messed up man it's psychotic it's psychotic that they that we let these people do this to us i'm sorry that's, that's, but, that's I know it's, but that's the pressure you're talking about is it's forcing people i feel like it's forcing people to either back into fear or more into fear and then it's forcing other people into waking up a little bit or into something yeah. else but it the problem love, is that, but, but the that. problem is that it's fear on both sides i mean you're either fearing COVID or you're fearing the tyranny from this, the overreaction. Yeah, and meanwhile, what are they doing, right? They're launching more satellites. They got their space stuff moving around. They're getting their whole grid set up. Like, um, yeah, I got, oh, shoot. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I know that it's not what we think it is for sure. It's not. <laughs> yeah, There's exactly, something, exactly. This There's is some a big, huge massive distraction. distraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's what it is. Yeah, well, it's also like a a setback in some ways. I mean, it's more division. It's it it continues down the road of the Trump the Trump card that they used to sort of start chopping us up into pieces in like 2015, 2014, You know, they really started dividing, and Trump Trump was able. You know, whether he was complicit or not, he definitely played his part, and the media played their part in continuing to divide. And then they politicized a fucking virus to just keep going, it seems like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is, right? 
It's exactly what it is. If people start studying magic, is what I'm saying. Start studying magic. Start doing it. Start doing the elemental work. I don't care. Even if you believe in COVID and it's so real to you, if you're the slightly bit interested in your own power and waking up to who you really are, why you're here on the earth, this it's right here. It's right there. Yeah. Just start doing that. You know. Yeah. And you'll create some wake discernment, up. some space, some some relief from the ego. Yeah. Awesome, buddy. Yeah. I guess you got to run, eh? Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I know we were. I thought I was going to get a full hour in with you guys, but I want to come back and yeah, really go do, through yeah. this whole initiation. Why don't, we, why don't we do? Why don't we do that? Come back and we'll do. We'll go into that a little bit more in detail for people. Yeah, we'll go through the. Yeah. We'll go through the whole initiation and talk about all the symbolism and get like really in depth with it. That sure. would be cool. That sounds good. Yeah, because yeah. you can totally. Uh, are, you, are you allowed to uh, talk about that stuff or? Uh, if it's written in a book, it's not that secret, right? Right, 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 right. okay. Right. That's true. <laughs> the only, just I didn't know if you were taking it out of your experience or just the book, so. No, no, but I, I know a little bit more than than what it's in the book, but the only thing that's secret uh, is the handshakes and uh, a couple of things that happened during initiation, but the handshakes to get into the temples and things like that, the rest is is all there for for you to study. It's all there to learn. The butt stuff is secret. Yeah. The butt stuff. The butt stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for Does coming on. Tie, none of that happening. Does that yeah. tie into the handshake? <laughs> yeah. Thanks for it's coming not on, really buddy. A handshake. <laughs> it's a butt stuff. No, but it's not. It's not like I heard some dude spouting that on one of the shows on the fringe, right? Talking about that. Well, the Golden Dawn uses like they they murder babies and stuff like that. See, this is when you hear stuff like that, you know they haven't done any research on the subject at all. It's it. This is the effect of Aleister Crowley. What he's done to magic. This is what pisses off people, a lot of magicians. You know. So right, right, awesome, buddy. Well, um, thanks for uh, thanks for another balance. I'm sorry, I had to, I run. Though. Yeah, no problem. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye, Bye Joe. Y'all. Have a good night. See you, buddy. There's the mouse again. And that was it. No. That was, mm. <laughs> Doesn't want to work. Doesn't want to work. Well, that was our chat with the magical Joe Roop. That was. What'd you think, buddy? It was good. Yeah, I love Joe Roop. One of my favorite people. Yeah, that's fantastic. I just it was really resonating with me the way he was describing that. And here's Brady sitting over here that you've experienced so much in the astral realm. And I thought that that sounds like what you some of what you've been telling me. It really just resonates with me, the same thing, even though it's from more of a sort of a magical perspective, and yours seems to be more of just from a spiritual perspective. And yeah. a psychedelic perspective? And psychedelic, probably, right? Yeah. Well, I've never I've never entered the astral realm doing psychedelics. Here, here, here. That's what's oh, you haven't? No. no. Speaking of the mic there. Uh, that would be a much different type of experience, uh, doing psychedelics versus... Uh, but isn't there, aren't they sort of connected? I mean, you're in a, you could be in a different dimension, let's say. Well, the, the the real difference is when you do psychedelics, your physical body's awake. You might be experiencing a DMT release in your body, but your your physical body's still awake. So you're experiencing whatever form of uh, the astral through your physical senses. Whereas when you're having an out of body experience, your physical body is asleep. So you're full full blow engaged with your astral form without having to. Uh, being deal bombarded with, with without yeah, having with to deal with your five senses, right? Because right. the five senses is, in my opinion, is what locks you into this frequency. It's the five senses that always pulls you back into your body. If you're having an out of body experience and your phone rings or your cat bites your toe or whatever it is, it's those five senses that will snap you right back to your body. Yeah, and you can't turn those five senses off when you do uh, a psychedelic. It actually increases them. 
So it's a much different experience. So what did you think about the, the hierarchy of entities that he was talking about? Um, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to get into that on a, on a deeper scale with him for sure. Yeah. 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 I think he's doing a course soon, isn't he? Doesn't he have a... I don't think so. No? No. I think he does. Maybe. I don't know, dude. I don't know. He's just he's busy getting the radio station going and all that. I don't know. I, I think there's a course. The course. Okay, well. Maybe it's someone else has a course, but I think Joe's doing a course. If not, he's working on one, I think. Well, Maybe it even it even, it even even sort of Maybe overlaps with Dave Smith. Course. It, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Joe. <laughs> but it even overlaps with, uh, we, we had the Buddhist recovery teacher on and the mindfulness teacher, and he's doing the course on addiction and mindfulness and and buddhist meditation and stuff like that and and it and it, a lot of his about emotional intelligence too the same thing that he's talking about you know creating that space in there so you don't react you can respond instead of reacting and it's it all overlaps sometimes the space comes after the reaction <laughs> but hey at least it's there at, at least, least it's there. there at least it's like ah shit <laughs> whoops Anyway, big thanks to Joe for coming on the show. And, uh, yeah, big thanks to you guys for listening. Uh, what do we got? Nothing? I don't know. We got, I mean, this Support is an outro. Show. We got so much to talk about, but I don't know. Do we do it now? In the outro? Yeah, I don't know. This is going to come out in about a month, so, Probably. you know, the Grammarica Outlawed. Check out Grammarica Outlawed. We'll be flying through then. There's yeah. some magical books coming out soon, like the teach. Secret, the secret teachings doctrine of, might be out by now. The secret teachings of all ages is massive. I mean, that's just like, that's comparable to this, I feel like. It goes through the history of the secret teachings. You know right? a book you should read for Outlawed Plus? What? The Great Reset. I thought of that. I thought of that. I did think of that. Because <laughs> I, I was the, in there. I saw, I was shared. I, I actually emailed it to myself today, so. Did you? Yeah. Nice. I, I, Warbucks. I thought, do sent... I read? I, we're going to get in trouble if we start. Not if it's in plus. What do you mean? People are paying to see to read the the Great Reset book. I mean, well, yeah, that, imagine it's, they could. Just, it's, it's technically more illegal. That would probably, that's what I mean. You're probably less likely to get caught. <laughs> Why? Oh, because not many people are going to hear it. Yeah, because it's only one of your plus members would have to rat you. I mean, it's probably a book I should read anyway. So why not just narrate it and put it out for people? It'll be about two hours, two and a half hour read, about ninety eight pages or something. Like that. I was already. I think it's one hundred seventy seven. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's under two hundred. Yeah. People are going to think we're shells. <laughs> Why? I don't know if I know how many pages a great reset is. Well, because it just got I shared just in our chats today. Yeah, it got sent to me. Oh, was in that where chat. you picked it yeah, up too? that's where I picked it up too. See, I'm, in the, to I'm in the new chats even, the Mattermost. Way to go, Danny. Way to go, Danny. Was that Danny Warbucks? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I love, I love everybody in our chats. It's been chats. Fun. Ryan's done such a good job. Ryan is great. He's in there trying to get everybody out of the old channel today. <laughs> I think I just left the old channel a couple of days ago. So don't forget when you hear this is probably a month earlier, but I know you left right before you forced everybody's hand. You're like, I'm out of here. Let's, let's get rid of this chat. Well, I mean, there's no point in having both. Well, most of us are still in like 15 discord channels. So, well, if you guys want to support fascism, then that's up to you guys. But I refuse to, I deactivated my account. They sent me a, a, a cute little, you want to, you want to, I'm gonna read you the fucking email they sent me. You're gonna this is this is the email from Darren leaving the Discord altogether, like not just our channel, but him, like just I guess he removes his app or whatever. Uh, here it is. Hey, Darren Gramerica. <laughs> we have received uh, 
dare we say terrifying, request to permanently delete your account. Your account has been deactivated and will be permanently deleted for, after 14 days. Just in case you changed your mind or were a bit too curious when pushing buttons or did not request to permanently delete your account, <laughs> please just log into Discord to cancel this request. I hate it. There this. wasn't like a multiple choice of why or anything like that? No. I would have gave him an earful. You didn't say like inappropriate content? Or... I got to be careful on the web forms. Every time I fill out a web form these days, my phone rings. I know. Yeah. I get a text every time I put my number and I get a text for somebody selling something. My member of parliament is sick of hearing from me and has put me on to my uh, provincial member of parliament now. Really? He hasn't blocked you? <laughs> he pretty much just is like, I agree with you. Yeah. I'm already doing everything I can. You got to basically convince the Alberta politicians to just tell Trudeau to fuck off. So I'll start bugging her. Yeah. Okay. I'll do it too. Give me the, give me the email. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, check out Joe's stuff. Check out Fringe.fm. He's got a ton of great shows on there. I know we're on there now. I think Ricky's on there now. Charlie, a bunch of people went over. Uh, the union. The whole so union funny. went over, I think. The union accidentally called one of the shows the Union of the Wanted. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that might be a bad sign, a bad omen. <laughs> we uh, want to be unwanted, not wanted. <laughs> Anyway, it seems like I, I start a little wave of people deleting Discord, which I think is a good thing. Yeah. Next to be fucking Twitter or something else. Yeah. I mean, we're a ways away from deleting Twitter. We can't delete Twitter till we got enough uh, support and stuff to like yeah. not have to worry about it. Yeah. Because Twitter and those things, as long as we can be on them still, like that's how we hook people. Unless you guys, you guys could just tell more people about the show. That probably worked too. Tell people about the shit. Grimerica.ca. Uh, check out Outlawed, GrimericaOutlawed.ca. Sign up for the newsletter, Grimerica. I don't even know if Grimerica.ca slash news. I think that works. I think we'd have heard about it by now if it doesn't. Anything else? Spam grant? Just, yeah, just connect. Join the chats, Grimerica.ca slash chats. Yeah, love is the answer. Grimerica.ca slash social. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And we will see you next week. Set on the wall I could see it all Trickery was afoot And evil was at its root The people were scattered plots Not many could connect the dots Some people stood tall In spite of their righteous voices made small Put down your phone Your souls turn to stone The rhythm of the algorithm has driven a schism Created this prison I'm shocked and appalled At the technocracy's gone Pulling strings of marionettes Setting traps in cybernets Infinite scroll as addictive as cigarettes Cat videos for freedom of the press People that stand tall 
spite of our righteous voices made small. Put down your phone, your souls turn to stone. The rhythm of the algorithm has driven a schism, created this prison. Double click on install. Rome's about to fall. This hard drive is corrupted, and our minds have been abducted by a silicon dream so seductive. When yelling at bots becomes unproductive People, we need to stand tall In spite of our righteous voices made small Put down your phone Your souls turn to stone The rhythm of the algorithm has driven a schism, created this prison.